Hey there, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Thanks so much for joining me again today on this chapter day journey. We're in Matthew 17, and I pulled out the first three verses, which says, After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John, led them up on a high mountain by themselves. There he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun. His clothes became as white as the light. Just then, there appeared before them Moses and Elijah talking with Jesus. Today's podcast is entitled, Behind the Veil. I have to confess, I was never much of a science guy back in school. (laughs) Science was not my jam. The further I get in my life journey, however, the more fascinated I become by it. In particular, I find it fascinating, the mysteries being uncovered and discovered I learned as a child that the atom was the smallest building block of matter, but physicists have discovered a number of subatomic particles, with even more of them theorized. And what's crazy is that they behave in strange ways that we don't understand. I find it fascinating that we are at once discovering the expanding universe and its mysteries. At the same time, we're discovering new layers of the building blocks of the universe and their mysteries in either direction, macro or micro, looking out or looking in. We're making these mind-blowing discoveries that are beyond our current comprehension. I find it amazing. Now, I mention this because the further I get in my spiritual journey, the more aware I become of the connectedness of the great story and the mysteries of eternity to which it points. Jesus was always making a distinction between earthbound thinking and eternity-centric thinking. He continually contrasted the kingdoms of this world to the kingdoms of God. Earth as opposed to heaven, temporal as opposed to eternal, this is not confined to Jesus. In fact, it's connected throughout the great story. So in today's chapter, Matthew records one of the most mysterious episodes in Jesus' story. Jesus takes his inner circle of followers and goes up to a mountain. In an instant, Jesus is revealed in his eternal glory. Light, brighter than you can imagine. A dense cloud, a voice from within the cloud. And then these two beings appearing with him, Moses and Elijah. Jesus said in his message on the hill that he didn't come to, quote, abolish the law and the prophets, but to fulfill them, end quote. The climactic event for the Hebrew people was their deliverance from slavery in Egypt and then God giving the law to Moses on a mountain, on Mount Sinai. If you go back and you read about that event in Exodus chapters 19 and 20, there are some amazing parallels between that episode and the episode described in today's chapter. Both events happened on mountains. Jesus shines like the sun, just like Moses, whose face was so bright after returning from the mountain that he had to wear a veil over his face. You can read about that in Exodus chapter 34. Both involved seemingly natural phenomena of clouds and smoke and light and God's voice coming from the midst of the the cloud. The former event precipitated the giving of the law, the latter precipitated the fulfillment of the law 
in Jesus and his sacrifice. Why did Moses and Elijah appear with Jesus? Well, Moses was the instrument of the giving. Jesus was the instrument of the fulfillment. Moses represented the law, Elijah represented the prophets, and Jesus was the fulfillment of both, just as he said he came to do. The transfiguration, as it's called, the episode in today's chapter, was a bookend event to Moses receiving the law on Mount Sinai. They're connected. What struck me as I read the episode again today was the instantaneous transfiguration. I mean, in a moment, it goes from temporal normal to, boom, eternal glory. And then the instantaneous transfiguration back from eternal glory where the disciples are on their faces terrified And then there's just Jesus in his temporal normal and them still in their terror. So in the quiet this morning, I find myself contemplating the probability, based on evidence I find in the great story, that the veil between earth and heaven, between earth and eternity, between this life and glory is thinner than I ever imagined. I live, move, and have my being in an earthbound, three-dimensional world which frames my thinking and my perceptions. But physicists now theorize that there are actually 11 dimensions or more. See, there's more to it than I ever realized, which is exactly what Jesus continually tried to get his followers to understand. Even in today's chapter, he said, quote, Truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you, end quote. In essence, Jesus is saying that there is an eternal reality that is more real than this earthly reality I experience in three dimensions with my five senses. He called it the kingdom of God. And he asked me as his follower to seek it and to find it and to see it and believe it and allow it to transform the way I live, move, and have my being on this earthly, three-dimensional, five-senses journey. Jesus chastised Peter in yesterday's chapter for being so bound to his earthly perceptions that he couldn't see heaven's intentions. And the further I get in my spiritual journey, the more convinced I am that every time Jesus tells his followers to expand their faith, he's encouraging me to open my mind and my spirit to see what is beyond my human senses, yet is just as real as the physical matter that I touch every day. And what, what's more, it's already woven into creation itself. I believe that it's right there, behind the veil, that is thinner than I imagined. Hope you have a great day, my friend. Have a good one. We'll be back here tomorrow.